Hello, and welcome to another exciting adventure of... Wait for it. Wait for it. Tales from the Attic. I am Donnie Salvo. I am your host. And if you are new to Tales from the Attic, this is what we do. Okay, I go up into my attic, I reach into a long box. I grab a random comic, and then you and I go through that comic together... And hilarity ensues. Sometimes. Sometimes. But first, a sponsor. This episode of Tales from the Attic is brought to you by... The world we know is gone. No Google. No Amazon.com. No email. No podcasts. In a world ruled by the dead, we are finally forced to start living. Hey everybody, this is Brad. The Half Hour Wasted and Legion of Dudes family is proud to bring you a new show, The Walking Dead TV Podcast. Each week, we will talk in-depth about the latest episode of AMC's new series, The Walking Dead. The new TV show starts this Halloween, and we could not be more excited about it. You can catch our new podcast on iTunes or at www.walkingdeadtv.com. Leave a light on, tune in, and try not to get bit. So, what comic are we jumping into today? Why, it's Marvel 2-in-1 featuring The Thing, number 96, from 1982. And the thing on the cover, it's a bunch of superheroes in the hallway uh, beating up uh, random supervillains. And there's a big fat nurse, like a nurse ratchet type of person that's going, shh! And the thing is in the hospital bed. And they have like, uh, there's flowers there and it says, feel better soon. Best wishes the Avengers get soon, Benji. People like the thing. So, for those of you who are not in the know, in the 70s and 80s, there was a comic uh, that ran for a hundred issues and several annuals. I don't know exactly how many. Um, and it was basically, it, it was Marvel 2-in-1, and it was basically Marvel Team-Up, but instead of Spider-Man, it was The Thing. So, it was The Thing and blah, 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 and The Thing and boo, 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 you know, and things of that nature. So, I said that already, a lot, and I didn't even jump into this yet. Um, So, there you go. There's a little background on the book, and we are going to open it up with... Thing is in the hospital bed. He's got a black eye, and he's got a Band-Aid on his face. And he's like, sheesh, talk about your first-class grade-A number one revolting developments. I can't talk today. Give me a break, will you? I bet you even Rodney Dangerfield gets more respect than I do. And I'm going to turn, as a stand-up comic, sir, I'm going to say thank you thing. Uh, the man was a legend. And uh, there you go. Uh, this Oh, this is written by Tom DeFalco. Pencils by Ron Wilson. Very good. Um, so uh, there's the thing, and he's in a regular hospital. And um, he's surrounded by uh, the Fantastic Four, Captain America, Iron Man. And um, 
and uh, Alicia. Oh, I can't think of her last name. The one, the the one that he was dating for a while. I can't remember her last name. Her father's the puppet master. I know everything about her, but Masters, Alicia Masters. We had a moment together. And so, you know, he's talking about how embarrassing it is to be knocked down in the hospital. He's got a TV guide, which is weird. And a remote control. Strange. So human tower just breaking his stones and yada, yada, yada. Just just as, like usual. And um, what I don't get is... They, they go back and tell you, like, because he got his ass kicked by the gladiator. Uh, in Fantastic Four number 249. And that's the the gladiator that's part of the Shear Imperial Guard, or Shear, however you want to put. Then he was in some kind of Marvel Two and One Annual Number Six. He fought a guy named the Champion in a boxing match and got his ass kicked. So now he's beat up and he's laying in bed. So now basically, this book is going to be all the different people that come to visit him that he teamed up with over the uh, over the years. Through the years. Okay. And um, so all of a sudden, the curtain goes open. And who is it? It's Bill Foster. But you're dead. Not in 1982, he wasn't. And him and his him and his girlfriend, they flew in from Los Angeles to hang out with the thing to see how he was doing. And uh, see, I like this because um, a lot of editor's notes here telling you, like, what issues to check out. Like, so, like, you know... Um, the last time he teamed up with Bill Foster was in Marvel 2 and 185. So, as a big fan of the back issue, been diving. That helps. See what I'm saying? That helps. And, uh... Yeah, so this this is Bill Foster. I forgot what happened to him. But, uh... He kind of gave up the uh, superhero thing. He's no more giant man anymore. He's selling down with his chick. And uh, Nurse Hasselbutt, that's the chick's name. She comes running in and she's like, you still have to have quiet, quiet. And, uh, you know, so she's taking his temperature. She throws everybody out and they're in the waiting room. And uh, Reed Richards says the thing that he's concerned about is uh, not the thing's injuries, okay, but the fact that He's in the hospital, a public hospital, mind you. The thing is in a public hospital in the middle of Manhattan. And he's worried about his enemies, seeing him in a weakened state. Go down there and get some revenge, man. That's what I'm talking about. Godfather style. Remember when Don Corleone was in the hospital? And them dudes tried to get in and try to try to whack him while he was in the in the in the coma. Wasn't he in the coma? This is a long time ago I seen that think I should know it by heart all the times I've seen it, but you know what I'm talking about, though. Don't pretend. Yeah, because they shot him, and he was all fucked up in the hospital. But what does this have to do with... You're yelling at your iPods right now. Like, why are you... Or MP3 device. It's like, why are you talking about this? Why are you doing this? Why Why are... We're talking about the thing in Marvel 2 and 1. And, and, and it's like you're nine, almost nine minutes in, and, and you're on page f- 3. Let's get a move on, mister. I have things to do. And you're correct, and I apologize. <sighs> so there it goes. It shows an outward shot. And then we go to the Mad Thinker's lab, 
and he has a little thing action figure. And he's going to send the super aptitoid, the super aptitoid, that robot he has after the thing. And he's going to he's gonna send out, basically what he's doing, he's sending out an email. And he's saying, look, if the thing has kicked your ass and you want to get revenge, but you really can't because you're not strong enough to, well, now you can because he's in the hospital. And that's what he did. He sent out like a big massive email to all the supervillains because I guess he's got them all on his contact list, which is fine. And he has he even has a prediction. He's like, the accursed thing will die in exactly 53.7 minutes. And nothing can save him. And we cut to Suzette's flower shop. That's right. And there's a bouquet. It says $5. It's outside. You don't do that outside in New York unless you have somebody out there. Because somebody will shoot webbing and steal the flowers. And it's Spider-Man. Like, he just stole a bouquet of daisies. And he's like, the thing likes daisies. Roses cost real bucks. And he's too ugly for orchids. <laughs> oh, he's going to web up his payment to the front door. Um... So that way the store owners can't miss it. But you know what? They don't show him doing that. They just show him taking... They show him taking the web, uh, the flowers, and then he's gone. And he's going to see his pal, Benji. He loves the guy. Him and, him and, him and, and the thing, they've been through a lot together. And he's getting to the hospital, and all of a sudden, his... Um, Spidey Sense goes off. And there's a van that pulls up to the hospital entrance. And it must be the source of his trouble. You know why he thinks that? Because it's the only fucking thing on the panel. So it's gotta be, you know. And then the van rips apart. And this guy in his big armored suit comes out. Beware the Mecco Marauder is back. Fabian Stanowitz has returned for vengeance. Now, Fabian Stanowitz... Um, he's, he's an inventor and he just, he, he just wants to be, he wants to be a popular guy. And, uh, I guess he's hassled with Fantastic Four. I knew he messed with the Avengers a lot. Um, and Iron Man always beats him up basically. And, uh, like I even remember, uh, there was a point in the early 300s, I want to say. Uh, the Avengers had like a tech team in 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 their headquarters, and I believe he was actually part of it. The Avengers actually gave him a job when he got out of jail because they knew he wasn't a bad dude. And I think uh, there's an Avengers issue where they go on the Letterman show, and I believe he's the guy who set all the traps for them on the Letterman show, and Letterman beat him up, hit him with a chair. I'm pretty sure. I don't want to tell you what issue that was, but I believe it's 239, and I'm not sure. Don't get mad at me. Anyway, I digress. So Spider-Man comes up, and he's like, look, dude, you're, you're not going to hurt the thing. I'm not going to let you. So he attacks Spider-Man. Spider-Man fights him with flower with, it, with the daisies in his hands, man. And this dude's shooting stuff. 
with his laser, his finger laser, and of course Spider-Man clogs it a la Looney Tunes style. And the armor starts shaking and smoking, and then it just goes kablam, and it blows off the guy. And then he just he just fill, uh, webs up Fabian. And uh, there you go. That's it. One supervillain down. So uh, <laughs> we go back to the hospital room where Iron Man, the Fantastic Four, and Captain America are still there. Spider-Man comes in the window, and the Thing is smoking a cigar in the hospital, in his hospital. He's smoking a cigar in the hospital bed. Welcome to 1982. Yeah, we just started learning about stuff like that, I guess. But anyway, the Thing is enjoying a great stogie. And uh, all that. And so Spider-Man comes in to visit him. And then Nurse Hasselbutt comes in and she's saying, there's too many people in the room and what are you doing here? What's going on? There's an underoo convention, which is awesome because I used to have underoos. And then... Uh, so she's yelling at Spider-Man. And uh, so she just throws everybody out of the thing's room. And she steals a cigar... And she says, you know the hospital rules, no smoking. And the thing throws out and he says, is this the way to treat the idols of millions? Is it? Really? If the guy wants to have a cigar. But see, I don't, I, all right, between you and I, okay, we're just talking, right? Why is the thing in a regular hospital? Like, he's made of rock. Okay, he transforms into like super strong rock. You can't take his blood pressure. You 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 can't draw blood to see if he has any kind of. All right, you get where I'm going. You can't take his pulse, man. The only thing you could do is take his temperature. So why are they wasting the money of having him sit in a hospital bed when he lives with the world's smartest? Man, who probably invented a blood pressure thingy so you could take blood pressure from stone and you could check the pulse of stone and you could draw blood from stone. Can you draw blood from stone? Are we going to find out in this issue? Oh, my God. I'm excited. Are you excited? I'm excited. I know you are. You right there in the subway. You have a smile on your face. I know you do. All right. So anyway, so now here we go. We're We're in the entrance of the emergency room and five guys dressed as ambulance drivers walk in no one pays them any mind they're ambulance drivers right they go around the corner a flash of light comes on and it's mirage the master of illusion boy are these bad supervillains, right so they're gonna kick the thing's ass they're gonna they're gonna kill him that's what they want to do right and they're talking about it. And I don't know why this dude... See, I don't understand if it's one guy called Mirage or there's five guys called Mirage. I'm going to say it's one and he has an image inducer and he made four other replicas of himself. Okay? But he's like, I'm going to kick his out. The moment's now. We're going to strike. Blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden, 
A billy cub comes flying down. He goes, I think not, off panel. Who said that? And it's Daredevil. What? Daredevil? And he goes, sorry, but I don't recognize you or your name. And I trust we're here to see the same patient. And so he's talking about how he's going to kill the thing. Mirage is. And he goes, you're never going to... Oh, what's he... Oh, he doesn't want to kill... What's he want to do? I'm sorry. Oh, he's going to kidnap the thing and then sell him for over a million dollars, which is weird. And then Daredevil says, you're not going to do that. He goes, it's not a bad plan, except for two minor complications. And Mirage is like, what? What? And he goes, I sincerely doubt anyone could kidnap Ben Grimm, no matter what his condition is. I concur. And he says, what's the other complication? He says, me. And he kicks the mirages in the face. And then they all jump on him. And then, um... Oh, alright, alright. So these... Okay, we find out in this panel that these are henchmen that are dressed like him for some reason, which is weird. But now he made images of himself that... So you can't tell who's who, but guess what? He's blind! So he uses his little uh, radar deal to find out which one is real. And then he just hits him in the face with the billy club. We go back up to... <laughs> we go back up to the thing's room, and he's reading the Daily Bugle. And he's about to turn on the baseball game. But he can't because due to rain, the game is canceled. So their regular scheduled program is a... Uh, Soap opera called One Life to Suffer. And he's like, I just got to get out of here. I got to get out of here. Who's walking down the hallway? Dr. Donald Blake. He's got the thing's x-rays. <laughs> I don't know how that works. And then he's, saying, he's thinking to himself, what? all of a sudden, I feel, why is the floor starting to vibrate? And boom, up from the floor, Comes the mole, uh, mole men. I'm sorry, mole, 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 mole men, man, mole man, and mole men. I love this dude. He's just a, a blind, like a. He's just a little fat guy who runs, who rules an underground kingdom of mole men and weird creatures that live under the earth, and it's awesome. But he is a sworn enemy of the Fantastic Four, and therefore he's going after Thing because he's got the email. Apparently, he is hooked up to the network underground. He's got a nuclear-powered borer, and he's gonna he's gonna kick the Thing's ass. But you know who Donald Doctor Donald Blake is, right? You know, I know, Thor. He slaps that cane down, dude. He's Thor. There's mole men flying everywhere. And then Mole Man pulls out a gat and he shoots him. And uh, Thor absorbs it with his hammer. And he, dude, he, he puts a thunderstorm in the middle of the hospital. Like, really? So it is thunder and lightning and heavy rain in the middle of a hospital. Not very smart for a god. So then we go and um, Nurse Hasselbutt is actually trying to take, well, the Mole Men leave. And and nurse, we go back to the things room. Nurse Hasselbutt is actually trying to take his his blood pressure. 
and um, you know <laughs> she can't do it so you know things complain the whole time I shouldn't be in this room I should be out there kicking Dr. Doom's ass or punching the Sandman in the face and kicking things and Nurse Hasselpah has a weird look on her face. He's like, what's wrong? She goes, according to these results, you've been dead for weeks. No. No, see, I don't understand how that works because it's stone. It's fucking stone. So now the cops are outside the hospital. They're going to help out because the the mayor doesn't want anybody messing with, with Ben Grimm. Okay? And then poof, gas in front of the cops and they're passed out. And there's a villain called Shell Shock. And he has a shock blaster. And it says um, he's going to kill the thing with his shock blaster. He's going to actually beat his face into an orange omelet. I like that. I like that. Can I use that? Thank you. Marvel 2-in-1 number 70 if you want to see the adventures where this took place. He's just blasting holes. Just kicking ass. Just punching people. Just He's just walking in the hospital. He, he's getting shit done. Shell shock is getting shit done. And all of a sudden there's a voice that comes out of nowhere and he's like, uh, nobody's going to kick uh, Ben Grimm's ass. And he's like, what? Who, who said that? And Growing up, it's Ant-Man. Punches him right in the face. And then he goes to shoot him. Shock, shock, shell shock, whatever the hell his name is. And he, and Ant-Man shrinks down, and then he calls in an army of ants, and they get into his costume, and he's trying to run away and whatnot, and he's running away, and he's going through this alley, but who is in the alley? The Grapplers. Now, for those of you who don't know who the Grapplers are, they're super strong female wrestlers, and there's a character called Screaming Mimi, who people now might know as Songbird. Back in the day, she was very lame, um, as well as this whole group. And now, Ben kicked their ass. And so, there's four of them. So, they're going to, uh, they're going to the hospital to kick his ass. And they, uh, Thing kicked their ass in Marvel 2 and 1, number 56. Awesome. I don't know if I have that one. I gotta look. Uh, I used to like this series a lot. I did. But who comes up? Captain America. Now you know your D-grade ass ain't going to be Captain America. And listen to this. They're so mad. <laughs> they went to prison. And why are they mad they went to prison? Was it the food? Was it the uh, harsh conditions, shall we say? No. It's because now they have a criminal record. They, uh, they can't get back on the pro wrestling circuit. It's horrible. It's absolutely horrible. So Captain America, man, he just classic Steve Rogers he's doing the flips and then he's with the sh- he hits people with the shield he does the double chop to the neck and then screaming Mimi starts uh, she uses, she has like a canary cry she starts using it and Steve Rogers ain't taking that nonsense he throws his shield it bounces off it ricochets off the same building twice on the same side. I don't think that's physically possible. Donnie, it's comic book logic. Stop it. Stop it. And then it bounces off a trash can. 
and then it hits her in the face and knocks her out. And now they're all getting up, and they're going to gang up on Captain America. And he's getting a little nervous. And all of a sudden, boom! Optic blast. Who do we have? X-Men. Classic team of X-Men. Not the originals, but these are the team when I was a kid. Man, Nightcrawler Storm. Kitty Pride, who was Sprite at that time. She was named after a soft drink. I never really understood that. I didn't get it. Um, Cyclops and the Wolverine. And they just stopped off to go visit the thing. They're just going to say, hey, what's up, Benji? What's going on, brother? How you feeling? <clears throat> Excuse me. So, there you go. So, all the grapplers are unconscious. Captain America's talking to the X-Men. All of a sudden, this ginormous fucking tank is coming down. Uh, it's, it's crushing cars. It's by a guy named uh, the Hijacker and his Deadly Murder Machine. In comes Iron Man. He makes short work of it by flying right through it. Boom. And uh, the whole tank is destroyed. But it shows it's running over people and cars, man. That's not right. Now we go, we zoom back into Ben Grimm's hospital room where he is now making paper airplanes and trying to get them to land in the garbage. He's very sad. Um, and uh, he's bored out of his mind. And he's he, here's the thing. He's wishing something would happen. He needs some action in his life. He needs something to go down. But it's not going to go down because it's going down outside. He doesn't realize what's going on. Boom, we're in Lagveria. There's a lot of booms in this. Anyway, and uh, <laughs> we're in Doom's Castle. And apparently he has a subscription to the Daily Bugle. That's good. And... Um, this is this is the thing. Doom is like, you know, I could show up there. I could kill the thing right now. I could kill him dead. But he doesn't do it. You know why? Because he says it right here. He said, I will make, not make war on a helpless invalid. And there you go. That's Doom. That is a supervillain with class. Class. Then we go back to the hospital. Boom! And the human torch is flying <laughs> flying down the hallway at the hospital, all aflame. Is that, it's not very good logic, is it? There's oxygen tanks. And there's a lot of shit that could go boom in a hospital. And I don't know why. But he's he's flying through. The, he's got a, my only hope. I, I'm in time to warn the others. And they go into... <laughs> they go into the... Uh, the waiting room and the X-Men are there Scarlet Witch um, Wonder Man the Fantastic Four Vision Sasquatch Sasquatch is there the Hulk the Hulk is there Colossus who didn't show up with the X maybe he had a Wasp uh, Vision I don't know if I said him already She-Hulk there is a shit ton of superheroes just hanging out in the waiting room you know, Daredevil, Spider-Man, Thor, all the ones you've seen before there, but Sasquatch. And Human Torch comes in, he's like, man, we got to help save Ben and all this other stuff. And they're like, why? He goes, there's a veritable army of supervillains outside and they're headed this way. And just walking up the street, there's Mole Man, Mole Man and the Mole Men. There's the Beetle. There's uh, Whiplash, the Melter. The Grapplers are back. 
Uh, Fabian put together his armor again. Constrictor, Mirage is back. Modok, just big-ass head flying down the street. And uh, Rhino's there. So now, all the superheroes go outside, and it's time to kick a little ass. So we got Scarlet Witch and Thor, Spider-Man, and uh, Captain America, and the X-Men, Fantastic Four, the Hulk, Daredevil, Sasquatch, and Submariner just showed up for no reason at all. And there's a big old superhero, supervillain battle going on right outside via Secret War style. I mean, just crazy. People just fighting everywhere and blah, blah, blah. And then we go back to the Mad Thinker, and he's like, debate. Ben Grimm is doomed. All his friends are out there, and they're uh, they're fighting. They're fighting all the supervillains I sent there, but they're not fighting the one that's getting in his room right now. Dun, dun, dun. So we're like, "What happened? What's going on?" And and the Mad Thinker's all sitting there. He's like the the Emperor, and he's like, "He will die. He must die. Give in to your hate, Skywalker." But he doesn't say that. So the thing is just he's had it. He's just sleeping now. And he goes and there's a silhouetted person moving a figure coming towards him and he's like, Huh? Who's there? And his eyes get all white. He's like, You It can't be And it's the Sandman. And then and he's got his hand behind his back and he said to him, he's like, I fought a lot of super dudes in my time, man, but I always thought you were one of the toughest of all. And he goes, I never thought you'd get laid out. I just couldn't resist seeing the sight. So what he did was he, he slithered through uh, the vents of the hospital. And he got there. And he's like, yeah, I know all about your nutty powers is the thing telling him. And he goes, listen, Sandy, I don't, I know why you've come. And, and he says, good, because you saved me a lot of useless explanations. I owe you one, mister. And it's time you got what's coming to you. Here. And what does he have? What was he holding behind his back? Was it a gun? No. Was it a missile launcher? No. Was it a, a sword? No. Nudie, nudie magazine? No. Nothing. But a box of cigars and a six-pack. And he says, well, I figured everybody else would bring you flowers. So wipe that stupid grin off your face. Would you think I was here to clobber you? And he said to him, he goes, no way, man. The last time we met... You gave me a chance to get myself together and straighten my life out, which happened in Marvel 2 and 186 is where Sandman be, actually became a stand-up guy. He's a bad guy now, but I mean, for a short time there, well, actually for a pretty decent time, he was a, he was a good guy. He even became a reserve member of the Avengers. Um, they never really, they, they showed it in an issue um, in the mid-300s, I think, and... Uh, he never really acted out as an Avenger. I think maybe one annual you saw him. It was like a weird team. That's what I liked about the Avengers annuals. Like they would put together sometimes some weird teams of reservists, and they would go on Avengers. And I think they fought Mole Men. Oh my God! I gotta find that Tales from the Attic coming soon. Anyway, so they're just sitting there smoking cigars and drinking beer. And they're talking about you know things. And he, he says to Sandman, Think says to Sandman, when we get out, we can catch a couple of ball games, you know? And he's like, I'd like that. And he says, Think says there seems to be some kind of ruckus outside, you know, idea? And he's like, nah, probably a traffic jam, you know, clog. Uh, 
how how clogged the streets get around here. And he's like, I have another beer. And he goes, he goes, you know something, Sandy? This could be um, the beginning of a beautiful friendship. The end. Thing has no idea. His friends are breaking their balls, trying to save his life outside. Thank you very much for listening. This was kind of a long one. A lot going on in this issue. It's all good in the hood, as they, the kids say. Do the kids say that? I have no idea, dude. I'm sorry. I really am. I, I didn't mean that. All right, I meant it. Anyway, so uh, thanks for listening. Um, if you want to email me, it is Donnie, D-O-N-N-Y, Salvo, S-A-L-V-O, all one word, at yahoo.com. Uh, I want to thank everybody for the the praises on the uh, rise and fall of Arsenal episode. And uh, it means a lot to me. I know it was voted podcast of the week on the Fixers Hideout or, or one of the, the podcasts of the week. And I appreciate that very much. Um, so there you go. Uh, thanks a lot for listening. And uh, it means a lot to me. And uh, I'll see you next time right here on Tales from the Attic. Ah, yes, his head's been ripped off. I'll get you another, been ripped off. I'll get you another, been ripped off. I'll get you another, been ripped off.